0: The galaxy is burning, brother fights brother, and treason splits the Imperium of Man. This is the Age of Darkness. Welcome to the Remembrancers Retreat, coming to you from within the depths of the Vengeful Spirit. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Remembrancers Retreat, a Warhammer 30k Horus Heresy podcast. My name is Jesse. I'm here today with Caro. Hi. And Jason.
1: What's going on, kids?
0: Yep, so it is just a few more days before the official release of Horus Heresy 2.0. We're all stoked. We're all excited. We've seen bits and pieces here on the internet and are looking forward to, uh, getting into this new edition. I'm really excited.
2: I can tell. I can absolutely tell. We have a gigantic poster. We have so many things ready. I have the feeling you're going to throw off your shirt a second everything is finally able to be purchased and arrive after the pre-order date. It's just always way too late. <laughs> so, see, Jason, are you ready for it?
1: Absolutely. Uh, I've been assembling chunky Marines for a while now. It's good times. Figuring out my purple, uh, juicy purple scheme for my emperor's children. Uh, Still amazed at how they went from kind of lackluster in the Corsair C 1.0 to pretty over the top amazing in 2.0. And I'm happy that I decided on them before the rules came out so nobody can say I'm bandwagoning.
2: (laughs) Well, now I don't have an excuse when I lose all those games anymore. Damn it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you ready to break into playing again, Carol?
2: Hopefully. I, I had a really, really, really long break, and I still have a fulgrim model I should take care of, but hopefully a few games with the new rules will put some fire under the artist's heart. We'll see. <laughs> cool. We'll see.
0: Yep. So um, today, someone had posted some images of the next upcoming White Dwarf. And that's going to be the new Zone Mortalis in Horus Heresy 2.0. And I think I'd like to talk about it.
2: Yeah, see, new and exclusive.
1: Absolutely.
0: And the latest White Dwarf. They now have official Horus Heresy 2.0 Zone Mortalis rules. And I'd uh, take it, I'd taken a bit of a brief uh, overview of it. And the cool thing is that um, if you know a little bit about 2.0, we have reactions and things. And the reactions are pretty aggressive in Horus Heresy but um, for zone mortalis, they have their own specific zone mortalis reactions, which I thought was kind of neat.
2: Hmm.
0: We'll get into those here in a little bit. So the first thing that they show us is um, preparing for battle in the zone mortalis, and they show different table sizes, ranging from as small as up to five hundred points on a two by two, to two to three thousand points on a four by six standard zone mortalis table.
2: Okay, I really like that already.
0: Yeah. You see a 3x3, three three, which I don't think I've ever seen a 3x3 three three in a Games Workshop table size before. But I'm down for it. But uh, the nice thing is with the uh, 2 by 2 my actually uh, plastic tiles, that one uh, set of plastic Zone Mortalis tiles, I can actually run a Zone Mortalis game on them.
2: <laughs> you know, it's also nice because 500 points are not going to be a lot, so a smaller tile just makes it all s- still feel extremely engaging. You don't have the problem where one army is stuck on the other one half of the table. Mm-hmm. They just can run over and stab each other immediately or shoot it out, Joe, depending on what your jig is.
0: Yeah. I imagine that'd be a make for a very, very quick game. Mm-hmm.
1: Considering everything is so much faster now, like running is more consistent. Marines have slightly faster base movement. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's really going to be entertaining is, uh, Things like, you know, jump pack assault squads or even, you know, folks who went all out and took, like, bikes and jet bikes and stuff in Zone Mortalis. Just, like, floor the pedal. Uh, Mm -hmm. Because now uh, you have to worry about some pretty vicious, uh, difficult and dangerous terrain tests.
0: Yep. Because you're no longer making that armor save. If you fail dangerous terrain, you're just removing models off the board.
1: Which I love so much. (laughs) I mean... I think I'm a little bit spoiled. I'm used to it because I'm used to like the hyper lethal difficult terrain from like fantasy. Mm -hmm. Mm. And it seems like it makes such a it makes terrain like an actual obstacle. Now, it's not just open or impassable. It really makes you think like, yeah, I could, you know, land my jetpack dudes up here and get like a really good charge set up. But I might start because, you know, before you would get your armor save and feel no pain if you rolled a one. And I mean, that's every yeah. so often, you know, you'd fail one and it'd do something funny. Like, you know, two Terminators would like trip and break their ankles, like going through a starship bulkhead. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, it didn't really seem to be that thematic which is weird because you know in all the books and everything you hear about like all the hyper lethal like magma vents and like acidic you know spore towers on like alien planets and stuff Mm -hmm. and now it feels a lot more lethal i think it's in a lot better place now
2: and also no risk no fun if you always have it safe it's just I don't know. I, I I enjoy the thrill of what actually happens. Are my guys gonna survive or are, will they all implode because they fell down a lava plate?
0: <laughs> yeah. So I know, especially here in Richmond, and I'm sure, lots of other places too. Uh, Zone Mortalis is yeah one of the more commonly enjoyed modes of play that we have around here. So let's get into some of these uh, extra rules that they have here. Starting off with the force selection looks like a lot of things have stayed mostly the same. Uh, no unit may include more than 15 models. This restriction only applies to individual units during army selection and models with special rules, such as the apothecary detachment, attachment that are assigned to units before the first turn or with the independent character special rule that join units uh, may increase the number of models to greater than 15. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, no units may select dedicated transports. So you can't go, uh, you know, Run around with your rhino, down the corridor, uh, no models with the Armager and/or vehicle unit types may be chosen. Well, that's interesting. Oh, now we know that there is an Armager unit type.:
2: But it's not going to be helpful in some titles, at least.
0: Yeah, And um, we've been kind of scratching our heads earlier thinking about what kind of unit types there will be for uh, mechanicum, especially knights, because there are no knights yet in 2.0. Mm, yeah. And with the removal of uh, walkers as a unit type. Now there's dreadnought, automata, we were scratching our heads. We know the smaller knights, the armagers, they have their own unit type. So we'll see what happens there.
1: I guess that sort of makes sense because before they operated in kind of this weird little slower than a knight but faster than a sentinel Mm -hmm. or a dreadnought sort of space. Mm -hmm. And it was like they really had to kind of hodgepodge rules interactions together to get them to fit in that little spot. So I like that. It sounds like they've just been like, God, oh, the heck with that. Just armatures its own unit type, which I think makes perfect sense.
0: Yeah. Uh, another rule I have is no models with the dreadnought unit type or automata unit type or the monstrous unit subtype may be chosen. If they have a wounds characteristic of seven or more, that means you will not see contemptor dreadnoughts running around in zone mortalis.
2: I think that's a fair game. Like, yeah, I would not want to.
1: I thought Contemptors were six.
0: I thought they were seven.
1: No, it, no, you're right. You're right. Leviathans. leviathans. So you won't uh, be seeing uh, Leviathans. Okay. Yeah, no, oh, no leviathans. leviathans. Ostensibly no Telemons. True. Which or, is nice. Yeah.
0: Or whatever automata you have out there. I'm trying to think of some nasty ones. Uh.
1: I can't think of anything with more than four. Like, even the Thanatar has four.
2: It might
0: might be changed up in this edition, though.
2: Also, there might be monstrous units which have more wounds. We don't know what they're going to throw at us yet.
0: Yeah. Because right now the uh, Mechanicum book is supposed to be coming out in August. So we'll see where that takes us.
1: Oh, I am excited for that. It would be wild if right out of the gate, like, Castellax had like five or six wounds. Because there are a lot more weapons that um, what's the new rule brutal mm-hmm. that makes you take multiple wounds for every hit. Mm-hmm. Oh so, wow! It would be a lot more. I don't know if it would be a balancing factor, but it would make them feel pretty chunky.
0: Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me, especially if they maintain whatever armor. Say that they have a three up in first edition, right?
1: Yeah, uh, three-up and then a uh, five-up adamantic shield like a uh, contemptor. Ah, gross.
0: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I can see that happening. At least four wounds. Um, also, no models with the anti-grav unit subtype may be chosen. I'm assuming that is uh, speeders and maybe jet bikes.
2: Oh, so some of the um, teams which I haven't played beforehand are so not going to be possible anymore.
0: Yeah, I think uh, some zone mortalities lists are going to have to shift up from uh, the first edition.
2: Well, you know, it always happens. But, huh? Yeah.
1: It's not a bad thing.
2: No.
0: So, for uh, Warlords, uh, you do not select a Warlord trait in games with a maximum point limit of 500 or fewer, which is, yeah, makes sense. I don't right. think they had that in the previous edition.
2: Do they have official five hundred point games or rules? I mean,
0: ostensibly you can really set the max to really anything, but
2: yeah, I mean you could play a twenty points game if you want to.
0: Eh, well, don't know if you really do that, but in here could. it does show a uh, up to five hundred point list. So.
2: See, you could still do twenty points. It's just <laughs> does it make sense? No, but you could.
0: Yeah, in games with uh, points limits of five hundred points or more, each uh, warlord has one trait chosen during army selection. And, uh, let's see, some special rules attached to certain army lists or models may allow a warlord to select warlord traits other than those presented in the core list. Yet such rules will specifically note whether other traits may be selected. Okay. And so a reactions in zone mortalis, uh, when you make a reaction during zone mortalis battle, an army may not choose to use any of the core reactions or, a. Uh, presented in horse heresy rule book, nor any army list specific advanced reactions. Instead, all armies, regardless of faction may only choose to use any or all of the zone reactions as presented in the supplement during a ZM battle or any of the standard advanced reactions in the rulebook. So the advanced reactions in the rulebook, if I understand are uh, death or glory, which really makes no, not much sense. And, uh, the intercept, which allows you to shoot at people who are coming in through, uh, deep strike or basically coming in from reserves and they're nearby. Hmm. Uh, Another point to make here in games with a total army size of a thousand points or fewer, any player may make one reaction in each phase of their opponent's turn. And this number may not be increased in any way, regardless of any modification to a player's reaction allotment or special rules granting additional reactions. The reactive player may never make more than one reaction in any single phase.
2: Well, at least you're clear
0: which I think would uh, help out with a lot of the Intercept, because Intercept, mm-hmm. if you have an augury scanner, allows you to make an Intercept reaction without spending your allotment. And I think this kind of counteracts that. I could be reading that wrong, but I don't I think mean, so.
2: it's pretty, it says you can only one, and one is capitalized, no, not capitalized, it made, bold. it's fat. In yeah, bold, bold <laughs> not fat, sorry. Mm. It's very bold, and in parentheses, there's even a number one, so there's no way around. You can only do one, even if you have stuff, special stuff, at least in the Sun Mortalis rules. Mm. Yep. And they have the
0: Mortalis Assault Force Organization, which is one HQ and one troop. And it looks like you get five troops extra. And everything else, you have up to two elites, two fast attack, a single heavy support, and a single Primark. So, enjoy that.
2: Make sure you pick your favorite Primarch.
1: All right, I'm not going to lie. I do love that they, like, go beyond just clarification for the number of base reactions, and it's like, no. No circumstances may make more than one, parentheses, the number one reaction in any single phase, because I think they just get as tired as we do of hearing, like, somebody saying, like, uh, well, it could be read or interpreted as... And no, like, No. One. One. One is one.
0: And may not be increased in any way,
1: regardless Nine. of any modifications. Oh, no. One one and done.
0: Mm-hmm. Any more is not legal. Yep. Regardless of modifications or special rules granting additional reactions. So there you go. That's all you get. But uh, let's look at the zone mortalis reactions. Does anybody want to start off with them?
2: Yeah, zone mortalis reactions. During a zone Mortalis battle, the following reactions are available to all armies, regardless of maximum points, limit, or faction. These reactions are only available in zone battles. So, I'll just try to keep your rules straight, I guess. Reactions in the movement phase. During the movement phase, the reactive player may declare a reaction if an enemy unit ends a move within 12 inch and in line of sight of a friendly unit. Once the active player has completely resolved the movement of their unit, the reactive player may choose to expand their reaction in that phase in order to have the unit they control that is within 12 inch and in line of sight perform a suppress reaction. Suppress. The reacting unit may take a shooting attack, targeting the unit that triggered the reaction and following all the usual rules for shooting attacks. A unit that makes a shooting attack as part of a suppress action may not take any attacks indirectly, without line of sight. All shooting attacks made as part of a suppress reaction are snapshots, with the exceptions of template weapons. Note that this prevents models from making attacks with weapons that have the BLAST X special rule as part of this reaction. Template weapons may only be used as part of a suppressed reaction if the target unit is within 8 inch. And must use the wall of death rule instead of firing normally. Models in the reaction unit count as stationary during the shooting attack, even if they moved in the previous movement phase. And, ladies and
0: gentlemen, we have Will on the line.
3: Hey, Will hello, everybody.
0: So, neat thing with suppress, so it's like return fire, except, and so, Mortalis, you are now making snapshots, which is kind of like a mirror from the first edition, where before, you could uh, make a check to fire at full ballistic skill. In mm-hmm. a regular game of Horus Heresy, now, when you return fire or overwatch, you already do a full ballistic skill shot. So it's kind of interesting that they turn this now into snapshots as a reaction.
1: Um, yeah, that's a good point. Because before it was an initiative check. Mm-hmm.
2: I just want to know what this wall of death rule is, because that sounds pretty cool. So, wall of death, um, when you have like a flamer weapon that uses yes. the
0: uh, triangle template, mm-hmm. instead of rolling to hit on sixes, you automatically uh, create D3 wounds.
2: Nice. Yeah. As
0: long as the enemy's within eight inches of the charge.
3: Yeah. And that's per weapon, too. Yep. So, if you have a full 10-man flamer support squad in Zone Mortalis, they're very deadly, yeah. Uh, yeah. I've always enjoyed sprinkling in a couple of flamers into like breacher squads when I go to Mortales just to dissuade anyone from breaching or not breaching, but uh, from, from, you know, assaulting thing and that they're going to get in no problem, you know?
2: Yeah. Do not buck the, uh, the, the breachers.
3: Like reverse breaching.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I guess.
1: Is discouraged.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Other
0: way. Uh, so let's take our reactions in the shooting phase. Looks like we got displace.
2: Well, I can keep going. Okay. Then, yeah, reactions in the shooting phase. During the shooting phase, the reactive player may react when any enemy unit declares a shooting attack targeting a unit they control. Before the active player resolves the shooting attack, the reactive player may choose to extend their reaction in that phase to have the unit targeted by the shooting attack perform a displace reaction. Displays each model in the reacting unit may move a number of inches up to its unmodified initiative characteristic. When resolving the shooting attack that triggered this reaction, all range and line of sight is measured to the reacting unit's new position. If, as a result of this movement, no model in the reacting unit are within range or line of sight of any models in the triggering unit, the active player cannot choose a new target for the shooting attack. Okay, that's pretty cool.
3: Yeah, forcing your opponent to waste their shooting attack.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, you yeah, are it can also be very nice. Yeah, you kind of waste, well, potentially wasting your reaction. So you really have to watch out and be aware of what other things can be going on on the table. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But at the same time, if you have somebody just barely within range and shooting at you, you can just have them all take a step back, or I don't know, jump off the building if they feel like it. Mm-hmm. That could be fun.
3: You know, I mean, I just see the opportunity here where, I mean, four inches for, you know, typical initiative is going to be four inches or, you know, four inches. Uh, I mean, you can peek around a corner into a long hallway where there might be somebody who's, you know, trying to fire at you. Mm -hmm. uh, And you could use this to, you know, displace yourself and get yourself out of that Mm -hmm. hallway of death if you're not able to clear it in time. You know, like maybe you move. Most of your units across, but you can't get all your guys out of the the hallway. Well, you can use this displacement to get them the other half uh, of the hallway, you know, through. So you're out of that uh, linear danger zone. I like it.
0: Or if there's some terrain or whatnot that you can find yourself and try to get in before to make some cover saves if needed.
3: Yeah, very good. So
0: that'd be something to think about when making tables to have little Mm -hmm. bits here and there where people can kind of jump in.
3: Yeah, yeah hopefully you'll see. Hope w- hopefully we will see more scatter terrain, little stuff like that in Mortalis.
2: Yeah, especially with the change of the uh, rules for dangerous terrain, that's going to be much more fun. Uh-huh. Should I do the assault phase as well?
0: Yeah, reactions in the assault phase. Go for it.
2: <laughs> okay, reactions in the assault phase. The last of those reactions. During the assault phase, the reactive player may react when any enemy unit declares a charge targeting a unit they control. Before the active player has resolved any charge rules, the reactive player may choose to ex- expend their reaction in that phase to have the unit targeted by the, perform by the charge perform a brace reaction. or by the charge a brace reaction. Brace. The reacting unit must make a morale check. If the unit check is failed, the reacting unit immediately falls back one d6 inch and automatically regroups when this fallback move is completed. If the check is successful, the reacting unit automatically passes any morale checks they are required to make as a result of losing an assault during the following fight sub phase. That's pretty That's good. I like that. Mm-hmm. That's can could it not if you brace and fail your morale check could not could it not put you out of range of the guy who's trying to charge you
0: yep because you're uh because you're doing that before they make any charge rules
2: that could be really uh interesting
3: I think that's kind yeah of so all around that's right yeah even if you don't do well um on the morale check you still fall back. And you, mm-hmm. s- you still get something for it, you know, yeah. so it's not like wasted.
0: And granted, this is a D6 instead of your uh, initiative, so.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, so you can be lucky, you can be have bad luck, but still.
0: Yeah, these reactions are pretty cool. I really like these.
3: Never. And now you're saying that these reactions are the only ones you can use in Zone Mortalis? Is yeah, that what you were these, saying?
0: These replace the core reactions in the main rulebook. Minus okay. the advanced reactions such as intercept and death of glory, which you probably won't use in zone mortalis.
3: Right. Are you able to use your legion specific reaction still? No. no. Oh, wow.
0: Only okay. Zone oh, Mortalis. Yeah. It's a very restrictive uh, level of gameplay.
3: I like that. That's cool.
0: Mm-hmm. So for the terrain in zone mortalis, it mentions uh, designations of ceilings and access points. Where, so if you have a ceiling, you can't draw lines of sight over columns, walls, and closed doors, which are apparently mentioned in, in the rule book.
3: That, yeah, that's interesting that that, that I think is a new one since now we have the, uh, Necromunda Necromunda Mortalis stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And, uh, obviously this is for things like, you know, you can't shoot artillery <laughs> over a wall.
3: Right. Right.
0: If it has a ceiling.
1: It's nice too. I mean, that they designate that because it allows you to have like a completely different feel. Because if you're in like an underground cavern or like a uh, like a starship, you know, breaching action, something like that is going to feel different than if you're in, say, like a super crowded like favela or like a really, you know, densely packed city street.
2: Or
0: narrow canyon. That's cool.
1: It's just.
2: Yeah. And it can be interesting if you have areas which have a ceiling and areas which do not have a ceiling.
0: Mhm. Yeah, if the battlefield does not have a ceiling. Models can draw line of sight over columns, walls and closed doors. Oh, which seems interesting. Well, over them I guess. That makes sense. Yeah, if not you're through standing them. higher. That's that's a
2: key point to make. <laughs> no extra vision yet. Mm
3: -hmm. yeah that does make sense because if you know if something is like supposed to be a catwalk that's overlooking something that isn't supposed to have a ceiling then yeah maybe you could shoot from the catwalk down to it so Mm -hmm. yeah it doesn't even the ceiling areas
0: so then they have uh, access points uh when designating terrain features they have to each player has to designate at least one access point on each battlefield edge and it's either a corridors and chambers area or an open door that is on the battlefield edge. And then through moving through terrain, uh, models cannot move vertically using the rules in the, in the main rule book. However, ladders and stairways offer an alternative method for vertical movement in Zone Mortalis games. So I guess you're not climbing over walls, you have to take the stairs.
1: <laughs> mm hmm.
2: Or you have a jump pack and are not afraid of seedlings. Mm-hmm. Probably not.
0: Yep. And instead of the main terrain types, they have uh, ZM games use following categories corridors and chambers, platforms, zone mortalis terrain pieces, and hazardous terrain. So for corridors and chambers, um, it's pretty, uh, pretty self explanatory. They don't have any uh, additional rules for corridors and chambers, it's just bare open door. Uh, rooms and uh, hallways unless otherwise specified and special rules and abilities that affect terrain do not affect corridors and chambers there's the zone mortalis terrain piece terrain pieces
3: which are uh,
0: apparently walls doors platforms ladders lifts stairwells so basically any of the
3: I guess necromunda t- kit
0: yeah exactly mm-hmm. uh, they serve to shelter troops on the field of battle by means of their own bulk and design so when drawing line of sight, if, it is, if a model is at least 25% obscured by a terrain piece, it is eligible for a cover save, which is uh, uh, discussed in page 174 of the main rule book. And by default, most zone mortalis terrain pieces are termed corridor debris. And unless otherwise stated, a model and cover behind corridor debris has a six-up cover save.
3: So, Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow!
0: Yeah, it's still pretty deadly in there. Success mm-hmm. save isn't isn't it, a
2: lot. It ain't much, but it's almost work.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're not. Yeah, no, you not. It's not going to be know. a fun time when the guy with the plasma rifle comes around. Uh, they also have uh, columns and walls, which they provide a five-up cover save, unless otherwise noted. Uh, models cannot move or draw a line of sight through columns or walls in a ZM battle. In addition, special rules, war gear, or other effects that affect models within a specified distance cannot affect a model if no straight line between the source of the effect and the affected model can be drawn without passing through a column, wall, or closed door. Makes sense. If you're in another room, you're not going to get the special bonuses for terrain pieces.
3: Makes sense, yeah. It is... Okay, columns and walls. I was being so uh, lightheaded. I don't don't know. Uh, I was thinking, like, what what walls are there that you can get cover stays behind. But I'm just thinking like you can stand with a model 25% behind a wall and that's it. Yeah.
0: yeah. And I think the, uh, the Zim kits, I think some of them do have like a
3: little of, makeshift uh, wall sort of things, right?
0: Yeah. Adventure? And I was thinking also like a, yeah, like a gun. Waste uh, high
3: walls. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. There's some waist high walls. I think there's some with uh, gun ports.
3: But I think those points. would then get ke- classified as uh, this, what is it? Corridor debris. I really think columns and walls—the only things that are columns and walls—are the literal columns and walls, right? Like when you build the the zone mortality yeah, the no, big chunky, yeah, no, one the, by yeah, one pieces that you put there—sturdy
0: and impenetrable walls of a ship's interior or underhive tunnel yeah. network. Yeah, that makes sense.
3: Okay, so yeah, we do. I, I just want to make that distinguish mm-hmm. or that that distinction between columns and walls versus things that look like they could be walls but are actually just debris.
2: Yeah. Or terrain pieces, I mean. mm mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like the terrain pieces for the most part,
0: I guess some of it's going to be scattered, but it also does mention, yeah, it still says walls, doors, platforms, ladders, lifts, and stairways. So I guess definitely have to make a distinction before playing a match. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just as a wall. <laughs> so we also have uh, doors. If you're behind covering a door, you get a five-up cover save. And there are standard doors, which are roughly human-sized openings, such as access hatches and airlocks, and wide doors for any larger openings, such as loading, docks, or bay doors. There are two defined conditions, state and control. Uh, For state, a door can either be open or closed, and otherwise all doors begin in battle in the closed state, where models cannot move or draw a line of sight through a door and distances cannot be measured through a closed door. Uh, and there's the open state where they do not block line of oh, sight. Wait, Go ahead.
3: Weird. So hold on, yeah. like at all.
0: Yeah. So I guess you can only get, you can only measure, I guess, from uh, your model to whatever you can, what they can see in the corridor.
3: Hmm. <laughs> huh. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I think, that, I don't know, maybe, but to me anyways, in a long time, that's the first time I've ever seen like, no pre-measuring for.
0: Yeah. Restrictions on measuring stuff.
3: Mm. -hmm. Interesting.
0: Yeah. That's kind of (laughs) neat.
2: Oh yeah. So you cannot, man.
3: So, like, you can't, you know, you can't pre-measure and be like, all right, well, it's a total of 12 inches to that unit to charge, so I'm going to spend three of it to go up to the door, and then, like, you just have to be like, all right, well, I'm going to spend three inches to go up to this door, and then hopefully once I open it, uh, I can count the rest and find out how far I am.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah or you can open it, measure, and then just close it because it's not enough. That would be pretty funny. So, they actually have finally dedicated
0: restrictions on what can go through a door and what can't.
2: ah Oh, okay. So, uh, models
0: with the dreadnought cavalry and or vehicle unit types may not move through standard size doors.
3: That's so much easier than being <laughs> like, all right, if it's this, yeah. Can
0: I squeeze my model in and uh, models with a bulky X special rule with a value of three or greater may not move through standard doors and uh, models with five or more wounds may not move through standard doors at all.
2: This answers the question I had before where they're talking about standard doors are roughly human sized openings. Space Marines are not human sized. They're bigger. How do they fit through doors? They're humans. Do. Roughly are they do.
3: Aren't they like three meters tall? I mean, a regular door is roughly human size, and I'm shorter than a regular door.
2: Yes, but again, well, first of all. <laughs> uh, space Marines are
0: roughly seven foot tall, I want to say, on average. That doesn't help. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Three meters tall. <laughs> I don't know.
2: That's nine feet.
0: Two, okay, two meters tall, two and a half meters tall.
2: Yeah, they see, can duck their it, huh? heads. <laughs> but it's, uh, I just want to have a space marine run full force into a door and just being stuck. It would be funny.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But clearly stated by those rules, they can fit through unless they're bulky. So we well, we'll just make packs. a new
3: rule for miniature doors. And uh, those are small doors that, on-
2: <laughs> that only
3: children or squats can go into. And squats.
2: Children, squats, and uh, skaven. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> They're in the walls.
0: Ah. Uh, yep, so those are the states the door can be, and then there's uh, ways to control them. So you have accessible, where they can be activated once per turn during the movement phase by a model controlled by the active player that moves into base contact with the door during normal movement. And then that player may choose to change the state of the door from closed to open or open to close at the moment the model moves into base contact. A model that is running or using a piece of war gear that allows them to set their movement may not activate doors. Uh, if the models in the unit have not yet moved their full movement distance for the turn, the active player may continue to move models in that unit. In effect, a unit may open a door in the middle of their movement and continue moving after it has been opened.
3: Oh, that's good. Yeah, that makes more sense than stopping at the door
0: yeah, the one, to yeah. open it. Yeah, the one guy just, I got the door, guys. Uh, for a locked... A locked door begins to battle in the closed gate and cannot be opened by means other than destroying it.
2: So in theory, you could, could not hide a key because clearly you have to destroy it. Mm-hmm.
3: I I mean, most of the games I've played, uh, I know locked was always the easiest method because, you know, obviously it makes more sense if it's uh, uh, attackers and defenders. You know, the, the defenders would have, you know, controlled doors and that kind of stuff where they can open and close them as they need, but Mm -hmm. yeah, I just always like locked because it slows everybody down equally.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And they do finally have a a controlled, it mentions one player can be the basically owner of the doors, Mm -hmm. depending on your game style. Like if you're, if they're defending all the doors are accessible in any way, open or closed, locked, unlocked towards that player.
3: Yeah. I like that a lot for uh narrative, like defense missions or offense missions. It's good. Mm -hmm. Because then you can have, you know, a little door controller set off in one room. And if you get to that, then, you know, the attacking player can then take control of the doors. But so long as, you know, the defending players have control of that, then they can control all the doors. Things like that, I think, are pretty cool. It's uh, little, um, like, not, they're not, like, those kind of objecti- objectives aren't necessary to win the game. But it's definitely, like, a nice little objective that you can add into it to make it interesting. Yeah. So
0: yeah. Yep, so on the next page they have uh, rules for interacting with the terrain
2: and whatnot. They have a really important one which is called destroying doors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: So first off, uh Yeah, what is it? They are armor value ten, a standard door has three hole points, and a wide door has six hole points. However, penetrating hits inflicted on a zone mortalis door lose three or I'm sorry, D three hole points. Uh and no role is made for the building damage table. In addition, the door ends on mortalis reduction to zero hull points. It does not suffer the total collapse rule uh, listed. It just cannot be targeted again by a shooting attack. Mm-hmm. Uh, charge or melee attacks in any phase is treated as an open state by all models for the remainder of the battle, regardless of which player controls the door. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, doors are much stronger. They used to be. What value ten with one hole point?
0: Oh, I thought they were chunkier than that. I was about to say I thought they were like A V twelve, or maybe I'm going crazy.
3: Maybe eleven. I don't know. Because I but like you right
0: now I'm like, I don't remember being able to blast doors open with bolters.
3: Yeah, neither I think I think locally, anyways. Again, I feel like there were a lot of different rules, eras of rules that people might have been kind of mixing yeah. about. Uh for us we did armor value eleven, one hole point. Mm-hmm
0: but yeah, I have the rules for uh, version one here. I was just taking a quick look, but if you want to go to the next one, I'll okay. try to look for the old door rules.
3: Uh, what is it? Ladders and stairways,
0: mm-hmm.
3: which again, that those are cool par- parts from the kits, uh, the Necromunda stuff. So what's great. We're seeing that in here now, uh, when climbing bel- between levels, uh, vertically ladders and stairways models use the rules for vertical movement. So it's very simple stuff there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Hazardous terrain. What is that? That looks like the area of hazard terrain does not offer or does not grant cover saves. Also note that hazardous terrain is neither difficult terrain nor dangerous terrain, and its effects are not mitigated by special rules or war gear that interact with those
2: types of terrain. Oh, so you better have Uh, something for hazardous terrain or whatever.
0: And I have the old door rules. We were both correct, uh, Will. It was a single hole point for the door, but it was AV 13. What for a door? Yeah. Dang. So now they've made it a bit more, uh, more interesting. Like you have to take more shots at it, but you can actually also break it open with your bolt guns and your chain swords.
3: Mm -hmm. But I mean, that's, I think that's going to be so much easier. You're going to have so many shots to deal with it. Yeah. To, to take those out. Mm -hmm. Um, so hazardous terrain is is a new type of terrain, uh, neither difficult nor dangerous. Uh, moving into hazards, if a unit uh, starts as movements inside of hazardous terrain and has a high enough movement characteristic to enter the hazardous terrain during the current movement phase, the player must declare that they want to try to either... It is as part of their movement phase... Hold on. This is all just typical movement garbage. One second. <laughs> Let's get to the meat of it.
2: Uh, moving off into terrain, huh?
3: So minus two to your movement Mm -hmm. to go in and out of it, like a typical dangerous terrain Mm -hmm. or difficult terrain
2: for the new
0: edition. Now. Yeah. No more rolling the D six and deciding, "Ah, I'm going to just take a step closer to it.
3: Moving within hazardous again, still the minus two. So yeah, this is just looking like hazardous is a new terrain type instead of difficult or dangerous.
0: Yeah. looks like they have a few more rules.
3: Yeah, you have charging through hazardous terrain. Again, you get a minus two to your charge distance. Running and falling back through hazardous terrain.
0: Uh, Uh, You have to take a hazardous
3: terrain test as soon as you enter or leave. Hazardous terrain test. To take a hazardous terrain test, roll a D6 on a one. That model suffers a wound. No armor saves, cover saves, or damage mitigation rolls. Maybe made against this ah, roll. Mm Mm-hmm. But so, invulnerable yeah. saves may be made.
0: Yep. So, it basically, turns into dangerous terrain if you're running or falling back into it.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Right.
2: But what's interesting is that while shooting within the hazardous terrain, you have a minus one penalty, unless you have night vision or prime or, or primark. So it probably it I imagine it just as a very very cloudy, misty area because it, yeah, I mean we've all stuff.
3: seen. Aliens, where there's like constantly yeah. uh, just different types of gases mm. being exploded and floating through the air. I mean, that's very sci-fi-ish, where y- there are things falling and getting in the way and blocking vision. So I get that, nice. you know inexplicable chains from the ceiling maybe one (laughs) light bulb and four works
1: Uh, yeah exactly
3: in in a spaceship they're still using regular fluorescent light bulbs and Mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. flickering
0: loud buzzing oh yeah
3: yeah 14 crew people
1: for a ship with 87 decks
2: (laughs) Yeah, and somehow those they got a hell of a backlog and somehow yeah. all those lights are still filled with bugs, even though Not there are a no Roomba bugs. In
3: sight. Not a Roomba <laughs> Insight. Not
2: uh, a Roomba Insight. I'm
3: sweeping yeah. all 87 decks. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's, that's pretty neat. A new uh, terrain type specifically for Zone Mortalis. Because, I mean, how many times would you be like, is this difficult terrain or dangerous? T-? I don't know. It's like, stop it. We have our own terrain here. It's called hazardous terrain. Mm-hmm. And everything is hazardous. So watch out.
0: Yeah, that'd be pretty wild. Just have a true zone of mortality. Let's just call everything hazardous terrain.
2: Being alive is a hazard. I mean, know, when you're in
3: a <laughs> ship that is being shot from the outside, mm-hmm. boarded from the inside. I think everything becomes hazardous, right?
0: I mean, and I mean, not necessarily. Also, think about, like now that movement speed. Now that movement is seven. Yeah, moving losing two inches to five inches. That's still not terrible.
3: Yeah. It's and not knowing a crawl like it was before where you're like, you get that mighty one inch, my man, good yeah. luck.
0: And are you going to be daring and try to rush ahead or.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I th- hmm. I'm liking this.
2: Yeah. As an example, will what I could imagine is, uh, your base at the beginning is not hazardous, but the second somebody blows up a door to the outside, to the elements. Well, sure as hell, I need any area, which is not an, uh, doesn't have a closed door in between yourself and the outside, suddenly it's hazardous.
3: Mm-hmm. You're talking about like if uh, like a vacuum happens, yeah.
2: If a vacuum I happens, or yeah. even if it just if you op- if you blow up the door on Mars, even though there's not necessarily a vacuum, it's not going to be a good time.
3: Uh, so we have some core zone mortality special rules, which mm-hmm. these are added on to our basic Special rules. Mm -hmm. Uh, What is this barrage weapon? Uh, Without having read this, I'm guessing that you can't use barrage weapons in zone mortalis. Let's see. Cannot be fired indirectly. Weapons with the barrage special rule cannot be used to make shooting attacks targeting models, which they do not have line of sight but may make shooting attacks at normal targeted models, which they do have on a site. Okay, mm-hmm. so barrage weapons can be taken. You just got to see who you're shooting. That's yep, you
0: get to fire that thud gun down the
3: hallway, but not over. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, because of ceilings. And I guess it also, uh, yeah, well, yeah, it doesn't even mention ceilings there, just a flat Look, out. Look, I'm just saying, totalis, if you yeah.
3: fire something that is barrage, but you're under a ceiling, <laughs> you should take some sort of self-damage, <laughs> assuming that you did not, can't your barrel properly.
2: No, <laughs> no. I mean, they don't mention ceiling, but line of sight, if you if you are outside of your barrage weapon, it, it doesn't matter if in theory you could see, as long as the other building has a ceiling.
3: Mm-hmm. Very true. Uh, objective markers in Zummortalis. Mortalis. Uh, Okay, so you have to have one model from a scoring unit to be in base contact with an objective marker in order to control it.
0: Mm, Yeah, no longer have to be within a certain amount of inches.
3: Right, which makes so much more sense. If the battlefield is so much smaller, your scoring bubble should be smaller. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, Reserves, let's see, is there anything crazy here? Models held in reserves can only enter battle via designated acceptable points on the battlefield edge. We all know that. You always have your little airlocks that both teams can deploy reinforcements from. Uh, models entering the battlefield from reserves must abide to all those restrictions. Uh, which edge the models are able to enter from? Yep, so I didn't really have that. That hasn't changed yeah. much. Deep strike assault. Now we know deep strike assault is so good in this edition but let's see what That's if the battlefield has a ceiling models cannot arrive <laughs> by a deep strike assault. Huh? If the battlefield does not have a ceiling units may deep strike using the deep strike assault special or r- a core rule. Hmm. What, how many, Oh That's my God.
0: kind of interesting.
3: Mike and Jared are going to lose it. They're going to lose it when they hear this. They're, <laughs> they're brand new, shiny, Right of war. I'm not sure how I feel about that, to be honest.
2: You just might gotta make sure that any terrain you have has a se- area of out ceiling. Mm.
3: Deep Strike Assault is both jump pack entry, jet pack entry, yeah. and t- teleportation. I mean, I feel like teleportation assault should be its own thing. I don't yeah, know. I, wonder, I, I mean, if I, haven't this seen,
0: is, I haven't seen the other rules for teleportation. I wonder if maybe there's something there, but at the same time,
3: I feel like I that they chucked them into deep strike assault. And I get that they want this rule because they don't want people jump packing in a bunch of assault marines through right. ceiling, you know. However,
0: I uh, do but, know in like the earlier Zone Mortalis it did mention it specifically talks about, you know, models that arrive through like teleportation.
3: You're right, maybe that will be in here. Uh Firestorm and Shrapnel attacks made with weapons with a blast or template rule game plus one bonus to wound rolls they made in Zone Mortalis nice in addition if a battlefield has a ceiling blast markers cannot scatter through columns walls or closed doors of a scatter roll makes a blast marker center point into the contact with the bulkhead so that's just like before where you center the the blast under the bulkhead uh and then that's where it blows up at right Mm -hmm. so simulating the weapon just ricocheting and exploding on a wall uh nowhere to hide oh Oh. lord this is always a bad one um (laughs) At least it was in the last one where you would just get you just go away. You just disappear if you had nowhere to hide. (laughs) Um in Zone Mortalis Battles, Victorious Side and Assault adds plus one to their sweeping advance rolls by default. Like you just get a plus one to your sweeping rolls. Uh contrary to the usual rules for falling back, immediately on falling back a morale check, a unit's first fallback move is directly away from the enemy, and subsequent moves are toward the nearest access port. Hmm. So you don't just disappear this time anymore, huh? But I mean, there's a higher chance you do because of the plus one sweep. Um, yeah, that's but, like if you pin a unit. Backs against a wall with no doors or anything and your unit is in between it. I mean, Almost. guess what? You just back up. You, you try to fall back away from them as far as you can, but you're going to get charged again and then swept because you're falling back, right?
2: Oh, you still have to roll well for a sweeping, right?
3: Well, for a sweep, yes, but then the the next turn, so turn, you know, following this sweep, you know, if they pass it and they don't get swept, and they do fall back, what if they move an inch away from the enemy?
0: Yeah, I'll need to see what the uh, what the new rules for a regrouping are.
3: Right. I mean, all all I am saying is that this adds an extra step. It's the exact same thing, except now the other unit will have to charge you one more time to erase you. Is all I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Blind panic. If a model from a unit that is falling back ends its move or passes within one inch of a model from another friendly unit that is not falling back or pinned, the unit that, or then that unit must immediately make a morale check. Fearless units are not subject to this. Oh.
0: Which, knowing that they're lower, you know, leadership values in this game.
3: Wow! So you can just cause a cascade of panic, a cascade of being like, "Okay, oh, run, run!" <laughs> just a single dreadnought, you know, kills a bunch of dudes, wins combat, the team falls back, and then they just cause a chain reaction of people falling back and falling back, all well, because of one dreadnought. Yep, <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: I mean, that just makes it's it's a very human thing. Mm-hmm. It is kind of embarrassing if it happens to your, um, Marines, but it could happen unless they're yeah. fearless. And at some point, if something, if everybody else runs, do you really want to check what they're running from or do you just look right. it?
3: I think we've all, we, we all know if we see a naked man running, screaming, run, like if he's running towards us, screaming, run.
2: Turn around, run. He
3: could, I guess he could not be naked, too, you know, usually. But if he's naked, you're going to take him a little bit more serious, I feel. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're going to run, I think. You're going to run.
2: Yeah, probably. Well, I'm going to try and run. But yeah, so. Um, that is, coming yeah. Coming in White Dwarf.
3: It's good. I'll be definitely picking up this issue. i oh, never yeah. buy White Dwarfs.
0: It's coming out this Saturday, and-, mm-hmm. and I'm looking forward to seeing what other type of, uh. Stuff they'll come out for content for heresy and white dwarf
3: because look I'm at that picture. That. It's some uh dark angels with melted guns and there's mm-hmm. dead castle in front of them. They just shot that little bastard full of yeah
0: Yep, I, I, that was uh, I, re- I recognize that that was from a uh, book six too.
3: Oh, was it okay? Mm-hmm.
0: It's pretty so, cool because yeah. in the book six, the previous uh, well, yeah, there were only but so much dark angel stuff, <laughs> so I was grabbing mm-hmm. every little bit I could back then, but I think like the earlier picture in that book was like the dark angels like charging into a door and then the second page you flip over and that's like, they just completely just destroyed a automata.
3: That poor baby, <laughs> that poor little man.
0: But yeah, I'm excited for this and I'm excited to get on. Did stuff. they say
3: something else was coming in this, um, edition or this, this, this particular white dwarf.
0: I yeah. don't know.
3: Something heresy related. I thought no, I think this, I mean, was, this was the big thing I remember hearing about, but yeah, uh,
0: this is the only thing I can recall right now.
3: Gotcha.
0: At least in America, I think it's coming out this Saturday, I believe. This or next Saturday. But yeah, I'm glad that we managed to get Zone Mortalis rules pretty much day one of the official yeah, release. Yeah, you'll
3: be able to pick this up when you pick up your box for sure. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And then, especially if those 500 point games, you can just roll right in. Don't even have to worry. And if you're a new player, you can just glue a few just enough models together and start playing. Doesn't matter.
3: Mm-hmm. nice yeah. quick and yeah i love the idea that they're like encouraging two by two play like that's that's excellent i love it
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't think i've ever played that before
3: <laughs> just get <laughs> two tin man tactical squads and a centurion and you know mm-hmm. go to town baby
2: what about um kill team what is kill team three by th- four by four?
3: uh like- no kill team is done on a one and a half by two maybe or something like that
2: oh okay yeah
3: it's a very tiny board. It's meant to be played on a tabletop.
0: Yeah, two by
3: two. Kitchen it's, tabletop.
0: It's on the the, Warham, the new Warhammer scale, which isn't quite four by six. It's slightly smaller, but it's kind of its,
2: kind of its own little uh size. Of course. Why easy when you can make it hard?
3: <laughs> yeah. I don't, a lot of players like it because yeah. of the fact that they can like fold up and then just uh, unpack them. And typically play them anywhere like mike and i went to battleground or we met at battlegrounds when we were like should we want to do a kill team Mm -hmm. or we just got there to do kill team Mm -hmm. and it was some sort of warhammer 40k tournament so there were no tables so we were just like hey let's grab a magic gathering table and we played right on there you know we're both just sitting down in chairs and getting to play was very chill
0: yep which i can definitely appreciate And it would be cool if you get that into a zomortalis style
3: yeah definitely i mean i feel like it's so encouraging yeah. to see these rules coming back. Cause I think that's such a huge part of the heresy. So many people love zone mortalis. And since its inception and being brought into like Nova, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. obviously Nova didn't invent it, but it really, I think kickstarted it out here on the East coast where so many more people have tables or of zone mortalis. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I definitely think people love, it's something I need to get into. I can do a two by two easy yeah.
0: that's like the old uh the old boards yeah I'm sure you can find a few of those lying around somewhere you're
3: go right ahead. yeah you could just find a a single two by two board and be like there's my zone Mortalis, <laughs> <laughs> ready to go
2: under 500
3: yeah but no if i, I think if i was going to do it i think no definitely i'm doing um necromunda terrain that that stuff is so good I think what the hardest part to find is the floor tiles, those things always all we feel like are always sold out somewhere,
0: yeah, yep, although at the end of the day, for a two by four you could or a two by two, even making your own tiles would be kinda easy to do, I think,
3: yeah, you guys remember ghetto mortalis right oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, wake made it out of like old pallets, yeah,
2: Jeez. Just, okay, <laughs> I think it was before yeah my time. it was
3: just mm-hmm. cut up. Some old pallets, I think, or something like that. Pallets and, of two by
0: fours. Nothing uh, weighed it a ton. Weighed
3: <laughs> hundreds of pounds because we had <laughs> enough to make an eight by eight four, or something like that. Yeah, and enough walls and everything like that. And then f- we finally got that MDF thing, and that was like <laughs> night and day. <laughs> MDF was so lightweight. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah, and mine's held together fairly well over the years.
3: But uh, yeah, so I'm excited for it. I definitely. Yeah. Get my juices flowing. It didn't mention elevators. No. It said stairs and ladders, but not elevators.
2: Well, it says clearly there are no elevators.
3: I'm looking at a Necromunda elevator right now.
2: Not They lied to
3: us. Mm. (laughs) The elevators aren't real.
2: (laughs) They broke all down.
3: Yeah.
0: I mean, that's what I would do in a boarding action. I would turn off all the elevators.
3: Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like, <laughs> a fi- I mean, so, clearly, no you don't. there's going to be some fires going around and yeah. you definitely don't use the elevator when there's a fire. You got to take so. the stairs. Yeah. Makes you sense. must take the stairs. Safety's our number one priority here in the heresy. That's right.
0: yeah All I right. Do. Y'all have anything else before we wrap it up for tonight?
3: No, I think that's it. Cool.
0: Anything yeah. else to shout out?
3: Um, oh, you know what? We're on the Zone Mortalis kick right now. I guess, listeners, if you have any Zone Mortalis tiles or something like that you want to share, definitely send them our way, because I know I need that eye candy right now. So yeah.
0: Let's see your ZM.
3: Yeah, I definitely want to see some of that.
0: I'd like to do a little shout out to a, to a YouTube channel called a Smells Like Machine Spirit. It's a, 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 a Adeptus Titanicus YouTube channel. And they gave us a little
3: shout-out. So appreciate Aww. it. So send a oh, love back. Yeah. Sick. Send a love back. All right. I'm going to there right
2: now. All right. Time to subscribe.
0: And uh um, like. Yeah. Thanks again, everybody, for listening to the Remembrancers Retreat. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to go over to Facebook and Instagram at RR30K Podcast and give us a like, give us a follow, give us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to this podcast. You can join our Discord server. It's uh Really cool place. Everybody's really chill. Uh, yeah, we're going to do some fun stuff here in a little bit, I think. That's my plan anyway.
3: Yeah, I know. I got uh, something coming up at the end of this month. So, Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah.
0: On the Discord? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Do you yeah. want to talk about it?
3: Uh, no, well, I mean, just getting the uh, uh, Centurion Christmas started.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool.
3: Want to give people adequate time to register and that kind of stuff so it'll probably be like a two month registration for that okay august september and then october i'll do drawings and then december one ish is when we'll do uh the you know reveal and deliveries and that so
2: christmas nice. comes early this year
3: it do be coming early yeah yeah <laughs> cool i just know that month is hectic for me i don't know oh sure it's scheduled but mm-hmm. uh, yeah
0: I you know how it is. if um yeah, If you'd like to support our program, go to patreon.com forward slash rr 30 K podcast. There you can become a patron member, where you'll have uh, access to some of uh, our old uh, one-shot episodes, some crazy stuff Austin, Stephen, and I did one time where we got drunk and railed on the king of Spain for some reason. I don't remember why we did that. <laughs>
2: because um, Stephen is filled with eternal hate for the king of Spain.
0: Yeah, it was, it was fun. Um, yeah, you also get a Private Discord channel, and you also, as a patron member, get your own little uh, Discord channel blog.
3: Yeah, I was looking through those today. I love looking at those and seeing people's progress on their armies, and it's not just armies; people post all their hobby stuff yeah, there, which hobby could, blog, you know? Mm-hmm. A little
0: dedicated spot there. So, yeah, uh, become a patron member today, and as always, I'd like to thank all of our patrons, starting with our Legion Praetors, Alex self Captain Sasquatch, Chaplain Asar, Chris Mack, Garner of Joe from Music City Heresy. John Smith, Luke Rizzuto, Matthew Boyce, Michael Tisdall, Mr. Baldwick, Nicholas Quenga, Rena the Floof, Sara Luther, Taco Tuesday Bus 22 Rock and Roll McDonald's, What's Ligma, and Zachary Thompson. Our Legion Centurions Aaron Maynard, Andrew N., Dave Jones, Duncan, M. Tanzer, Gore Crow, Matthew, Andrea Sio, Nick Hilda, Richard Bork, Scott LeMay, The Zoi, and Void Imperatrix. And finally, our sergeants, Agrippina, Aircraft Terrier, Blefarius, Dale Jones, (laughs) Emily O'Hare, Garrett Lowe, Jay DeSales, Jonathan Crane, Carl, Nick Gillen, Noah Atkins, and Travis Smith. Thank you all so much for your support. We greatly appreciate it. And thanks for being
3: members of our community. Thank you so much, guys and gals and days.
2: Also, there's so many more than before.
3: Yeah, it's insane. Like, wild.
0: So until next time, keep those dice rolling and bye for now.
2: Tootie.
3: Bye.
0: Heresy 2.0 next week. Yeah. Raid Shadow Legends.
2: All right. What? (laughs)